There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. Welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hi. Hey, Desi. We have some exciting stories to get to today. Mm. Our top story is a local story. And one of our mutual friends posted on Facebook today, she witnessed this. I saw that post and I was hoping we would be talking about this story because it's a topic we like to talk about. This is right up our alley. Yeah. Our friend Riley Silverman posted that she was stuck on the It's a Small World ride at Disneyland because a naked man Mm. started streaking and was going through the ride and had run up right alongside their boat. Were they in the area where you load on and off? Well, let's read this story from Deadline. This is from Deadline. Disneyland Park guest arrested after (gasps) stripping off clothes on It's a Small World ride. Mm. A Disneyland Park guest in Anaheim, California, was arrested and escorted off the property by local authorities after stripping off their clothes during the It's a Small World attraction. The incident happened on Sunday afternoon during the busy Thanksgiving holiday weekend. A Disneyland resort representative told Dateline that the Dateline deadline <laughs> that the, <laughs> maybe it'll be on Dateline later. We I don't, mean, we, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know how deep it goes. <laughs> they told Deadline that the guest got off the ride while it was in motion, and the attraction was stopped when park operators were made aware of the situation. So this guy was arrested. And then It's a Small World was shut down (gasps) for about an hour as park operators inspected the attraction. Whoa. Why'd they inspect it? Mm. Maybe a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe there was a shit happening. (laughs) If that was the case, then this story would be practically tailor-made for Hollywood crime scene. It's almost perfect. No guests were harmed Mm. physically. During the incident, and the ride resumed operations at about 3 p.m. local time. So it sounds like these ride goers were stuck on It's a Small World for an hour. So, wow. I should have DM'd Riley. I need more information. And asked her, I need to know everything. How long were you on the ride? Were people getting antsy? I want to know where the stripping took place, or the streaking. Video, okay, I'm going to show you a picture. Okay. Video of the incident went viral on social media with clips being shared. One Mm. video shows the guest walking through the sets of the It's a Small World (gasps) without a shirt on. Oh, so he was in the ride. This guy was all up in the ride. That's my dream. To To walk around. Up close and personal with Just like to walk around the world. I love (laughs) It's a Small World. I love it. Another not the ride you want to be stuck on though. No. With that song going. Terrifying. Mm. It is, I mean, look, it's it's a great ride. It's one of the oldest rides at Disneyland, but it is rather creepy. Absolutely love it. I'm obsessed with the artist who designed it, Mary Blair. I'm always looking for her stuff. She's so cool. You know the artist? Yes. 
she was one of the first women to work for Disney back in the day. She's like a very famous illustrator and her style is small world. Oh. Like even her illustrations are kind of small world style. It's so cute. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Another video shows the person sitting and touching the animatronics. Oh my God. That decorate the ride located within the Fantasyland area of Disneyland Park. One guest is heard telling the streaker to, quote, please stop. <laughs> and, <laughs> Sorry. That just makes it funnier. <laughs> <laughs> and to sit down as they made their way throughout one of the scenes of the ride set set in India. So during oh, the during the India portion of the I ride. I know that part. I do too. Another park guest is heard worrying that the person might ruin and cause damage to the props. That's a good worry. That would be my concern. Yeah. Uh, there's several tweets about this. I am on Small World and there was a streaker. I cannot believe this is happening. Oh, I'm so jealous. This is <laughs> from Ashley Escada. This is she posted a picture. Let me show you the picture of this guy. He's a young looking guy. He's probably on mushrooms. He right? Yeah, I feel like he has to be on something. Okay. Here he's wearing Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. Oh, that's not good. And he's naked. <clears throat> he's kind of hairy. He's kind of cut, too. Ooh. He's got some abs. Oh, wow. Oh, I, I was like, what's that thumbs up he's holding? But it's in... Oh, I see. Those are glasses. It almost looks like he has black eyes. So this is outside. This is outside of the ride before he went in. Got it. So he got naked and then just walked right in. I want to see him in India. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I need to see him in the ride. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's see if there's there got to be an image. Let's see if there's another picture of this. Oh, oh my God. Here's the video of him in India. Okay. I wonder if the music's on. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's just sitting in India. He's at the Taj Mahal, he's in that pool in front. Oh, yeah. He's sitting in the pool in front of the Taj Mahal. He does have pant- uh, underwear on. Stop, please. <laughs> it would be funnier if his ding dong was hanging out. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. Why is he just in the Taj Mahal? Okay, this guy is clearly under the influence. This is honestly, this, this is something out of the 70s. Yeah, that guy we talked about, the Oscar streaker. This is, yeah, and not even just because he's streaking, it just feels like this whole event is something that is like from the past. Because they're so strict at Disneyland, stuff like this just does not happen. It doesn't. Um, But he isn't naked, so it's not quite streaking. Well, he was naked in that first picture. So he put his shorts back on. He's showing some respect. Or maybe he started out in the ride with his undies on, and then he got went outside the ride. Right. Like, I'm curious, did he get off the boat and step into the Taj? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call it. Why did he choose, and why did he choose the India portion of the ride? Because he was having a spiritual experience. <laughs> He's like, this is my eat, pray, He's love. He's like, this is like when the Beatles... <laughs> <laughs> to transcendental meditation. <laughs> I need to know everything 
about the oh my god somebody even put a gif of jeffrey dahmer Oh, underneath because he's wearing the Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. Okay, I'm obsessed if he got out of the boat and walked <laughs> into the because that always is like I'm like it's right there. It's right there. Also, I'm always like, do you get electrocuted in the water? Because it's like the electronical electronic <laughs> stuff is under there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Can you step in there? I guess. I mean, this guy he did. just stepped. It's probably not that deep. This is crazy. Yeah. I need to know. I can't believe Riley witnessed this. This It's so exciting. I I never witnessed anything at Disneyland like this. I really should have reached out to her before we started recording, but yeah. We'll get a a statement from her. We're we're going (laughs) to. And we'll read it on the the air. We are going to get a statement. We're going to get a statement. Anyway. Wow. What an exciting local story. We will keep you updated on this because it's very exciting. This is another local story that I was afraid we weren't going to get to because it was Thanksgiving. This is from KTLA. A former Los Angeles area Taco Bell employee is suing the company and a franchise owner after she claims a Christmas party at the fast food restaurant descended into a drunken mess that included Mm. open sex. So this is like a staff party? At Taco Bell. Love it. Alana Bechium filed her lawsuit last week in Los Angeles Superior Court. She alleges that her supervisor invited her to the December 18th, 2022 party at the San Pedro Taco Bell at which she worked. So these Taco Bell workers had a work party, I guess, after hours at Taco Bell. That's so fun. Like you close down and then you can have all like the cinnamon sticks you want. And you just fucking fry things. Yeah. You probably are like, let's just throw that in the fryer. (laughs) Why not? That was like my favorite episode of Beavis and Butthead. Do you remember that? (laughs) It was, okay, it was when they were working at the fast food joint and they were just frying everything. I mean, I never worked in a place that had a fry basket. That'd be dangerous for me. I would be frying everything, but I did work at a yogurt store and I did do lots of combinations. (laughs) And I also put it directly into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that like log that comes yes. out. Yes. <laughs> I just put it right into my mouth. That's so, so vulgar. <laughs> so she was encouraged to bring food for a potluck style buffet. What? That's weird. Why wouldn't you just eat the food there? You're at yeah. a Taco Bell. So they're just using it as a venue. That's sad. Yeah. There's only one reason to use Taco Bell as a venue, and it's to have unlimited Taco Bell. Right. I mean, at this point, I'd be like, wait, we're hanging out at work? Yeah. Like, what's going on here? And this lady brought a bowl of guacamole. What? She's like, this is real guacamole. Yeah. To be fair, that that makes sense because... I've never I don't know if I've ever had guacamole from Taco Bell. I think I've had it on things, but I've never gotten it like with chips I'm as sh- its own thing. It's probably not even guacamole. It's probably like guacamolito sauce. Yeah. Like it's I'm not probably sure. like a blend of stuff. Usually they blend it with some kind of dairy yeah. item. And like a crema. Yes. Once she arrived, Betchiem, quote, discovered that her supervisor covered the windows of the restaurant with wrapping paper and also covered (laughs) 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 and also covered the cameras for the lobby inside of the restaurant. 
She claims that her supervisor provided alcohol to staffers, several of whom were, quote, overserved. Around midnight, after Betchiam had stepped outside for a short time, she walked back into the restaurant and saw a coworker, quote, having sex with his wife in front of everyone at the party. <laughs> <laughs> this party is so funny to me. I'm sorry this woman was traumatized, but like, what is going on here? This guy's balling out as the Taco Bell manager. <laughs> and he's having sex with his wife. Is that Was that the manager having sex with his wife or some other guy? It was just a coworker. Okay. The coworker's wife, Betchiam claims, was also kissing her female manager and oh. another female coworker at the same time. Wow. This is like a hot Taco Bell orgy. Crunch wrap. They call that move the crunch wrap supreme. <laughs> <laughs> Shocked, disgusted, and outraged, Betchiam alleges that she first ran out of the restaurant, but then went back inside to retrieve her guacamole bowl. <laughs> This is where she loses me. <laughs> Wait, but I got This would be me as I would like flee the restaurant completely disgusted and outraged and be like, well, I kind of like that bowl I brought. Right. But I wouldn't be that. I would definitely not do it if I felt truly traumatized. I don't think I'd be like, I have to get that bowl tomorrow though. <laughs> they're going to, they're going to use that bowl for something. They're you're gonna not going to like, they're going to have sex with that bowl. <laughs> There's, that bowl is going to be filled with cum. They're going to rub their penis on it. Only to find that... Oh, no. Oh, no. Only to find that her <gasps> manager and the other coworker involved in the sexual encounter were vomiting. <laughs> what? Okay, now I'm traumatized. One threw up in the trash while the other vomited into her guacamole. Yes! <laughs> I was hoping. I was hoping. I literally was like, please be in her bowl. Because that's this is why she's suing. This yeah. is why she's suing. That's what crossed the line. Why did they grab her bowl? This party, these people think they can party, but they actually do not know how to do it. Betchiam says she reported the incident to Taco Bell Human Resources and Alvarado Restaurant Group, the Colorado-based franchise. The manager and her other coworkers involved in the sexual encounter were fired, the <gasps> complaint states. After their termination, Betchiam alleges she was threatened and had her car window shattered by Ooh. someone associated with her former coworkers. They're mad. They're like, you... You rat. You rat. <laughs> We thought you were cool. We invited you. We let you bring we, your guacamole. I need to know why they invited her. Like, did they, they must have thought she was cool. It was their holiday party. So a lot of other people were there and they didn't sue. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. Their bowls were fine. <laughs> After... Um, oh, Taco Bell and the franchise, quote, did nothing about these threats and instead told her that they were transferring her to a new location rather than disciplining the employees who threatened her. Betchiam eventually quit and alleges that, quote, she has suffered actual consequential and incidental financial losses and that, the, and that Taco Bell violated anti-discrimination laws. KTLA reached out to Taco Bell and the Avi Av Alvarado restaurant group for comment. While we don't own or manage this location, the franchise who owns and operates this restaurant has shared that they take these claims very seriously, a Taco Bell spokesperson said. Imagine 
being like an HR person and someone comes in with this story, <laughs> you're probably like, what? Honestly, I totally believe this woman, but the story is so outrageous. It almost sounds made up. I believe her, but I feel like I'm, there's some key points missing. What led to these, it sounds like four or five coworkers and like someone, including someone's spouse to just start fucking at the Taco Bell. That's why I feel like it was a planned event. And why would they include her knowing she wouldn't be, you know what I mean? You don't bring someone like that along unless you know they're down. Do you know what I mean? Like if I'm having a sex party (laughs) where we're going to be fucking papering the windows, (laughs) I'm not going to invite someone who might narc. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not saying she was down for it all. Maybe it got way crazier than she thought. Yeah. But I feel like what was, why did they invite her? That's why I'm thinking this really, the, I mean, at least in the suit, it sounds like she thought this was a regular office Christmas party. And the first sign of trouble is seeing that all these windows are wrapping papered up. Right. But they still invited her they, knowing uh, what they were going to do. They, right. Maybe they didn't know. Maybe, Maybe they just they, got so horny. I guess. Got, I just feel like I'm missing some details. These, and I do believe that they were pissed that she got them fired. Well, of course. Yeah. But these I are mean, also probably pretty young people, right? We don't know. We don't know. Maybe the manager was older. Maybe. But it, it you is know. probably horrifying to see your manager at work getting fucked. I mean, I like the idea that it is a 21 year old. Manager, <laughs> it could be. You don't know. It could be. They could be range, but it probably like under forty. All of them, maybe. maybe. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Somebody was married. It was someone, well, someone's wife, and the wife, or at least two female coworkers, were making out with each other. I just feel like these people had done this before. That's why I'm curious. They brought in a noob, but I think there was more people than just her there. I bet. What I'm imagining, I need like a whole invite list. That's what I need. I feel like I'm missing details. Because like, was it 50, you know, 20 people there? And other people were disturbed, but just not as disturbed as her. And she, yeah. you know, obviously this is a violation. Yeah. So I'm not saying she wasn't in the right. She's absolutely like, this is inappropriate for a boss to do at the workplace. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. But if other people were there, like I could see this happening to me and be like, bye, I'm out of here, but this is an amazing story. <laughs> I can't wait to tell everybody. Do you know what I mean? Like I for sure would be like, holy shit, what the hell? But I wouldn't want to be there for that. It would like creep it me out. It would be disgusting. But I want to know like why she, you know, what the deal was. Because if she was kind of uptight, why would they invite her to something like this? I mean, look, I don't think you have to be uptight to not want to see your manager get fucked. I don't fucked. either, but you're, it's to tell on them is another level, right? I mean, I understand. It is a work thing, and that is a violation. But I wouldn't tell on them, you, even if I was disturbed. You just want to tell on the podcast. <laughs> That's right. I need this information. And what if it happens again? <laughs> I'm just saying there's a different level of person I think would tell, right? Yeah. So why'd they invite everyone? I, I, I would just say, I would think they'd know, don't invite Karen or whatever. <laughs> She'll definitely tell you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm curious. Why they invited her? Yeah. Did she seem into it? Did they? Fr- I don't. I Desi. I don't think 
when they sent these invitations out. So you think this sex happened randomly? I think it was spontaneous Taco Bell sex. Really? Yes. Because why they paper up the windows? Oh, that's true. Well, because it seems intentional to me. They're like orgy time. <laughs> bring your guacamole. We'll bring the dildos or whatever. Like, I need to know what the party like. I need to hear from the sex people. I need to hear what they were thinking. I yeah. need to hear if this was something that got out of hand, or if they were cynically trying to. Um, have a sex party at their place of work and they invited this woman completely disregarding her personal space and safety. Right. And thinking, or did they think she was down or did they think she was down in some, cause maybe way? they're like, bring the guacamole. <laughs> and that was code for something. But she, she showed know. up with it. <laughs> and then they got so resentful that she actually brought a bowl of guacamole know, like, yeah. that they barfed in it. Yeah. Them barfing in the bowl <laughs> truly made it high comedy, though, I have to say. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just picture her, the party food, like, on one of the little tables. Yes. So it was right there where they were fucking, and they had to, like, barf in it. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny, because it's like, was there guacamole still in it? Do you know what I mean? I have questions. I... Right. How much of the guac... Were they barfing because of the guacamole? Was no one even eating the guacamole? <laughs> Do you know How what I mean? empty was it? It was like, she's like, oh, no one's even eating the guacamole. I'm going to go it. get it. Go back and get that. <laughs> so that was expensive. <laughs> it is expensive. <laughs> I do want updates on this. I would, we should find out if there's going to be a civil trial and we can get press passes. Yes. Can we do that for a civil trial? I would trial? love to have a dateline on this. <laughs> Keith Morrison <laughs> Keith taking Mor- it very seriously. Keith, Keith Morrison being like, and that's when things got a little crazy. <laughs> that's right. The guacamole bowl. You guessed it. Right in the guacamole bowl. <laughs> that pesky DNA. <laughs> We do have some more news stories. <sighs> I don't know if anything is going to beat no. Taco Bell or These are two classic stories. Two, I mean, look, Los Angeles was popping. We were popping week. off. I, was, I did see both of these stories. Well, the one is from today. But I saw the Taco Bell one, and I, I think I bookmarked it because I was like, ooh, yeah, this one's good. I've had it saved in my tabs since before we left for oh, Thanksgiving. Wait. I do see that um, Riley posted a picture on yes. Small Worlds. I didn't see the picture. I'm trying to find the guy. I really don't like how they put the Little Mermaid. What Little Mermaid? You know when they add like new characters in Small World? Oh yeah. It's like, well, because because it's too new. Yeah, it's not like it's not the original design. We don't want the Little Mermaid gang <laughs> in Hawaii or whatever <laughs> the island area. <laughs> I don't see the guy though. Uh, anyway. What's next? Our next story is from the Daily Beast, and it's about uh, our favorite person in Congress, George Santos. <gasps> Yay! Now we <laughs> we <laughs> we recently talked about George Santos at length on our most recent after show. And what did I say on that episode, Desi? What did I say? I said in a perfect world, George Santos would go scorched earth. 
And he's going scorched earth. It seems like we're getting the beginnings <gasps> of George Santos going scorched earth. Yes. This article says, Rep. George Santos facing likely expulsion from Congress launched an expletive-ridden tirade in a live stream on Friday night, Ooh. accusing his House colleagues of casting votes hungover, cheating on their spouses, and of being hypocrites. Well, Yeah. I mean, we know that. Yeah. But he's starting to go off on people. He hasn't named names. We need names, George. Please. Please, come on the pod. You can be name a hero. Names. <laughs> name names, George. <laughs> he's invited on the podcast anytime Absolutely. he wants. Absolutely. He can lie all he wants. <laughs> <laughs> the three-hour-long rant came after how the House Ethics Committee Chairman Michael Guest introduced a resolution to expel Santos that many of his former allies have promised to support. <gasps> Guest introduced the resolution following the committee's months-long investigation into the congressman, which found that he used campaign funds to pay for Botox, personal travel, and even pornography. Because <gasps> remember, he had only spent, fans. He spent some money on OnlyFans, and then he pretended, he says, I don't even know what OnlyFans is. No. What? OnlyFans? He acted <laughs> like he'd never heard of that before. <laughs> Santos singled out guest in the live stream, <gasps> saying that the chairman should, quote, be a man and stop being a pussy <gasps> and call the damn motion. Whoa. Now, he, this was, this live stream was on Twitter. Imagine and- if George Santos called you a pussy. <laughs> I would like lose it. <laughs> But he had harsh words for all of his colleagues mm. on both sides of Damn, the aisle. Damn, I'm sorry I missed it. It was a three-hour live stream. Mm. I like when he's mad. Remember when he was mad at that baby or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> the people chasing him with that baby? And he was like yelling at people? Why did he have a baby? No one knows still. We, still, we just let that story go. What? Why was he holding a baby? I like that George Santos running through Congress with a baby and no one followed up on that. <laughs> when he found out whose child that was. Remember, they're like, is that your baby? He's and like, he's like, it might be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not, maybe one day. We don't know. We, he was like, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. But he had harsh words for his colleagues on both sides of the aisle, oh. whom he accused of, quote, acting like they're in ivory towers with white pointy hats and they're untouchable. Ivory towers with white pointy hats? <laughs> what like, is that? Like the Pope? I've never heard it said quite that way. White pointy hats. <laughs> within, within the ranks of the United States Congress, there's felons galore. Mm. There's people with all sorts of shysty backgrounds, Ooh. he said. <laughs> the embittered Republican added that some of his colleagues are, quote, more worried about getting drunk every night with the next lobbyist that they're going to screw. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, name names. Name the names. Look, George, we know this. We, we know this. But it's funny when we have a name attached. But we attached. need names. Yeah. We want names and we want you to go down in a ball of flames and take yeah, everyone absolutely. down with you. Why are they trying to get rid of him now? Didn't he retire? No, he didn't retire. He said he wouldn't be seeking re-election. I see. But so he still has like a year left? Something like that. Okay. I feel like he's been in office for like 10 years. I know. It's like been like a year. Yeah. That's crazy. But time, like so many things happen yeah, now. Yeah, of course. So. So they basically want him out early. Yeah, but I hope he spills more tea. He needs to not ever leave. He <laughs> 
I'm not running for re-election because I don't want to work with a bunch of hypocrites. It's Ooh. gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's gross. I just love the idea of him getting like super moral and ethical right now. Well, because yeah, he's the hugest liar. <laughs> so why would he give a shit? Uh, I also love that it's gross. It's gross. It's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Gossip Girl. (laughs) The Ethics Committee's report released last week found Santos had lied about his education (gasps) and incurred multiple... You gasp as if that was... (gasps) Not his education. (laughs) (laughs) That's not even the weirdest thing you lied about. It's just funny because we've known this already for like the whole year and now they're getting rid of him. Well, that was what was so crazy about when all of these stories came out because... And I heard like the Democrat that was like the Democratic re- representative or whatever, hopeful that was running against him, make some kind of explanation for why they didn't do oppo research on him. And I forget what his explanation was because, frankly, it was, like, not good enough for me. Right. But it is crazy that all of these, all of this information that we all found out about George Santos being a liar was, like, just Googleable. Right. But not only that, once we did know it, none of the Republicans were trying to get rid of him. Until no. now? No. Yeah. I think he's going to say stuff. I think they're scared of him. Remember Madison Cawthorn? Oh, yeah. Remember what happened to him? He got he got thrown out, too. He got thrown out, and then they posted that picture of him, like, getting fucked or whatever. Oh, right. Doing something. He was doing something horny. and yes. they, Yeah. This article continues that the Ethics Committee report suggested he failed to pay failed to properly disclose the $800,000 in personal loans he reported making to his campaign to the Federal Election Commission and improperly reimbursed himself with donor money for loans that he did not make. It also cites the 23 charges filed against Santos in federal court last month, (gasps) to which he has pleaded not guilty. The evidence uncovered by the investigative subcommittee revealed that Representative George Santos cannot be trusted. (sighs) cannot be trusted trusted. (laughs) (laughs) and nearly i love that yeah this is their conclusion after we've all known this for like a year also they're all pieces of shit who can't be trusted (laughs) like seriously they are hypocrites george is right (laughs) he needs to name names though what's he holding back for he needs to really just like get it out there go off george we should taunt him at nearly like, I bet you'll never say names. What if what <laughs> if George Santos got into beef with the Hollywood Crime Scene podcast? Ooh, I would love it. That would be such an achievement. I think, uh, I think he would fall for taunting. You can't even, you're such a wimp. Can't even name names. I think he, he should pussy. be bold yeah. and just do it. He'd be like, I will name names. I think you could trick. I could think he reverse psychology would work on him. I agree. Yeah, I agree. So, um, or maybe I bet he would just like to be invited on a podcast. Yeah, like I feel like he might be flattered if we we're like, come on the pod, come on the podcast. We <laughs> we support you. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, we're not going to vote for you, but we support your antics. We support the antics. At nearly every opportunity, he placed his desire for private gain above his. Duty to uphold the Constitution. Wow, where have I seen that before? Guest resolution is the third attempt to oust Santos from Congress, starting with a Democrat-led expulsion vote in May. Embarrassing. Santos survived the attempt 
and a second one brought by New York Republicans earlier this month, but several representatives who voted against those resolutions recently signaled that they had changed their minds. Oh. Some who said this. We need oh, to go after them. Rep. Robert Garcia of California confirmed during the live stream that the House planned to vote on the expulsion <gasps> shortly after the Thanksgiving Ooh. break and urged Santos to resign, saying, George, we're going to expel you. But the New York congressmen remain defiant. They want to kick me out of a job that they didn't put me in. I'm not leaving. Come hell or high water. It's done when I say it's done. Ooh. However, he admitted that things didn't look good for him. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm going to get expelled when this expulsion resolution goes to the floor. I've done the math over and over, and it doesn't really look good. And then today, I don't know if you saw his tweet, but I loved it. He said, God doesn't give you anything more than you can handle. Ooh. (laughs) That's some... You only say that when you're truly psychotic. (laughs) Look, I That's said, always like the people who like say that are always like just some awful reality show contestant or honestly, whatever. Honestly, Desi, I was going to say that that was really good advice I said to myself in my first year of sobriety. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's not that people don't say it who are normal. He created all of this for yeah. himself. Yeah. So it's been a joy to watch this play out. It is like... Crazy. It's sad that it's almost over. We don't know. Like I said on Patreon, we are expecting more from him. Well, at least his congressional. His congressional career might be over, but the reality career, the tell-all book career, he, that might remain. That might happen. He did the math. He did the math. Congress <clears throat> isn't looking good. I wonder if he said, if, if it's because he said he wasn't running again, they're like, okay, let's just get him out. Because they might have yeah, been Yeah, like, why now? I wonder if, if he had, didn't say anything, because maybe they're like, we want to keep that seat, right? Because yeah. they have a very slim majority, and I think right. that's why they haven't well, gotten rid of why. him Well, that was why they wanted to keep the seat. Right, and I do think typically that's a seat that was a Democrat seat. Yeah. So maybe it was like, oh, we don't want to lose that sort of uh, one we don't normally get. Or maybe it's a uh, back and forth, but... I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. We'll see. We'll keep you posted on the George Santos tip. That would have been my childhood congressperson. He was in your He's my district. former district. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. It's so exciting. What a, so what a, close. What so a close. mess. A what a mess. Yeah. Anyway, that's all our news stories. We'll be back. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. 
With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Canon, Fenty Beauty, and Dyson. I can't wait to shop for all of my summer fashion and beauty needs, and we'll definitely be checking out Ulta and Adidas. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can really save by stacking cash back on top of other deals. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. It's the time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Membership is free, and it's all happening May 6th to May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost on top of Big Give Week cashback rates, go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while shopping. Desi, are you watching anything great this week? Um. Oh, you know what I did finally watch was the Twin Flames documentary mm. on Netflix. Absolutely wild um, stuff. Yeah. Did you watch it? No. You got to watch it. Really? It's really good. I'm like still documentaried out. I also felt that way, but I did finally uh, sit down and watch it and I blew right through three episodes. Yeah. I think you'll like it because it's sure like, it's, um, good. it's a story I really didn't know anything about. Um, and it's, very interesting. Is it's it like, like it's one I've never seen before. Really, it is culty, but in a in a online dating kind of way. Yeah, I just have never seen a story like this before. There are elements of it that just go way beyond what I ever thought it would when I started watching it because I had no idea what this thing was. Well, maybe at all. it's good that I don't know anything about it. Maybe because I didn't know anything. So yeah. for me, I was like, oh, oh, I didn't see it going in this direction right. at all. Like it really gets out of control. And I think it's still um, going on. Like they don't have charges against them or anything. Yeah. But one thing I did realize was a woman in the documentary who broke the case um, follows me on Twitter. So what? I was like, we should get her on the show because I think she's a crime reporter or something. Wow. So, um, I mean, she might follow you too. I have no idea. Maybe. Or maybe our show. Um, I just noticed, I was like, oh, I think I've seen her before. Um, so I was kind of like, ooh, because I really am interested in this case now. Yeah. It's very... Uh, I'll look into it. It's very interesting. So I did watch that. Um I was obviously away for Thanksgiving and I started watching this show with my nieces that they 
they like it's called um, Impractical Jokers. What, Desi? <laughs> it was really funny though. <laughs> they go out into the world, like they'll work in a restaurant or just be in public, and they have to do everything the person tells them to do. So one of the episodes that really made me laugh was in this sort of grocery store. They went up to a woman and he had to say to her, did you fart? (laughs) So it's like that kind of stuff. Like they have to say these really embarrassing things to people. Dude, I was laughing so hard at some of this stuff. I mean, some of it's really bad and not funny. I would fast forward because I was like, oh, this is like a bit. I liked when they would just kind of say really embarrassing things to people that were out of pocket. This does not seem like the kind of show you would like. Maybe it was thanks. You know how you, you were watch high, Desi. I was high, but it was there's some there's some of the episodes or some of the moments were very funny. <laughs> I have to say, and it was fun watching it with my nieces while we were high. They're adults, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was surprisingly funny. It's older too, so it's like really you would not be able to get away with a lot of things they did today because yeah. this is from like 2010, maybe. Um, or some of the, the episodes we watched. So that was something I watched. It was well, it was very stupid. This seems like the kind of thing you could only watch during Thanksgiving or during like some kind of vacation. Yes. It was like, well, you know, when you're with a large group of people. It's like you have to find something everyone will watch. Yeah. So it's definitely sometimes not funny at all. But I like the moments where it was more organic. Right. Um, it was very funny sometimes though. No, I was in a hotel, so I was doing like hotel TV. Oh, yeah. And you know how when you're in a hotel, you watch stuff that you just do not watch normally? That's the only time I ever watched the Kardashians was in a hotel. <laughs> for, for me, my hotel show is Shark Tank. Oh. I always watch Shark Tank at a hotel or Bar Rescue. Oh. But sometimes, and this is what I did this time, I'll watch the local, whatever the local channel is. Yeah. So there was this like local Temple University channel mm. and it was this cooking show that was like one of the most low budget cooking shows I've ever seen in my life. And it was like a husband and a wife and the husband was British, but both of them were wearing these like chef's jackets, but it looked like they were like in Heaven's Gate or something. Ooh. Like they were purple <gasps> and kind of futuristic looking, but that wasn't like on purpose. They just... I don't know. They picked those out for whatever reason. Yeah. But they looked like cult members cooking. Ooh. And the British guy was showing this woman how to make an English pudding, like a Christmas pudding. Ooh. And it looked so disgusting. And he was using like healthy ingredients. Oh, no. And I didn't know what he was making because like he was really soft spoken. He's like, and then we're going to, it's going to feel like wet sand. And we're just going to oh, like, push it between your feet. I'm like, what is he making? Yeah. What is he making? And then the result was like, this domed, yeah, you know those like always boiled domed. domed puddings, and they're smooth. It was so, <laughs> it was so smooth, and I'm sure it tasted fine. And it looked like the end result looked like a traditional English pudding. Yeah, but watching him make it was revolting. Mm. Yeah. And then she made a dessert, and I gotta say, this lady really phoned it in for her dessert. <sighs> What'd she do? Like a Cool Whip fold? Desi? <laughs> it, wasn't cool, it wasn't Cool Whip only because both of these people were like very... Healthy? Um, health food. Yeah, okay. So what she made was she made a huge bowl of whipped cream mm-hmm. and then she folded in fresh raspberries and fresh blueberries and that was it. And she put them in little like... 
champagne coupes and was like, but they were like really ugly champagne. It's like a fool. They call it a fool, right? Is that what a fool I is? I think so. It's some kind of like whipped cream with fruit, but it maybe there's a cake element. Literally just bowls of whipped cream and berries. Wow. And that, that was... I, that's not a recipe. I said, that's not a recipe. Oh. I'm really offended right now. Yeah. And then... I just kept this channel on because it was like very hypnotic, but I had it on while I was like getting ready to leave the house that day Mm. or the hotel that day. So yeah, we watched that. Um, The other thing I was thinking about as I was watching Bones last night, Mm. (laughs) because that's like my (laughs) falling asleep show Uh because I got home late last night. I really want to do an episode about like... TV versus reality forensic shows. Oh, yeah. I had thought about doing it before with like Criminal Mind and like Criminal Minds and like the starting of the BAU and like profiling. Right. I think we talked about this with John Douglas, like too. Like, yeah. Like it would be interesting. But then I was like, hmm, I'm also interested in like for the other forensic sciences, like the forensic anthropology and um, whatever, like fingerprint, like crime scene investigation. I think an interesting thing would be like, what do they make up on those shows just to get the story? Well, they make up a lot. Right. And there is a phenomenon that I do know about called the CSI effect. Yes. In which people who... People who are like affected by crimes and there's like an investigation going on, right? Where they expect that the investigators are able to do a lot more technologically than is actually realistic. Right. So they're, so they're like, we need hard evidence. Like they always expect that perfect piece of forensic evidence to prove everything. Or they expect that things are technologically possible that just aren't. Like, yeah. can you enhance that picture? No, they only can in like hands right. that blurry that no, that picture is just blurry. No, I think that's an interesting uh I think that's interesting because I yeah, I wonder what I think I know at all. I think going I, in. I look, I think I know a lot about forensics because of all the TV I watch. I think I know about it too. My issue with being on a jury and why I should never be on a jury is I am very vibe based. <laughs> Cuz I would go in and be like they're definitely guilty. <laughs> Or innocent. I'm like, I don't see it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't give Desi jury duty. I mean, that's why I've never been on a jury, probably. Because they, when they're doing the voir dire, right. they get to Desi and she's like, I don't know. The, uh, one time I almost got on a jury before the case got canceled because I think the person pled guilty before we went in. But I was already like in a beef with the guy who clearly wanted to be the had juror, the foreman. And I was like, I should run because he's just like, I'll do it. I was like, no, I don't think so. You You want it too bad. Did you want to be the foreman? No, but that's why I think I should have been the foreman because I don't think the person who wants it should get it. It's kind of like politicians. Right. If you want to be president, it's like, who are you? Yeah. You you think you can be president? (laughs) I want the person who doesn't think they can be president. No, it was like he was such a. I was like, I'm already gonna have an issue with this guy because he's like clearly like I'm the leader. Mm. I was like, no. And then the guy was like, pled guilty. I was like, okay, fine. I I got a jury summons over like maybe last sometime last year, but the case was like dismissed or or they didn't call me in. Yeah, I've never been on a jury. That was the closest I got. Yeah. And I wasn't even on the jury yet. He, he like settled before we even started questioning. But I was like already like I don't know. 
I'm going to be honest, and that's going to get me kicked off right away. I mean, it is interesting. I have I have always been fascinated because there are like with a show like Bones, for example. I know it is based on the life of a real forensic anthropologist, right? And it's also based on her books, her fiction books that she's written. Oh, okay, so she's like a scientist and an author. But I and she produces the show, so I would assume that she would want to include like actual real science. In the show. Right. But there are so many instances when I'm watching and I'm like, can they do that? Like, does that, can you figure right. that out? Well, at some point you have to make the show interesting. Yeah. And it's like, there's not things every week. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> in her job even. It's like. Well, no, not even just that there's so many different weird murders. I just mean like the science behind it where it's like. They're able to figure out like, oh, this blade comes from a... Um, right, but that's what I mean. On the show, you can't do like the same techniques all the time, which is probably what they do. They want to have a new, exciting technique f- that matches up with the murder. Like they were murdered by a cheese grater. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. Yeah, it's like that's not going to happen in real life all the time. They're going to have <laughs> a lot of the same things or right. similar things. But on the show... Just like House, they always want to make it super interesting and specific. So the science has to match what they're doing. And they don't want to always be like, well, the fingerprints again or whatever, like forensic, whatever. They're going to want to make it cool, things we've never seen before every week. I'm just always fascinated by like how much of the science is real. What's her professional obligation as someone in the field, too? Well, we know, and we've touched on this before, that... um, she's probably as a forensic anthropologist is probably not going into into the field. And on the show, they have her like interrogating witnesses. Right. So she must agree going into the show that they're going to use things dramatic or do things for dramatic purposes. I'm sure she knows. She can't be like, that's not how it's done. It's a highly fictionalized instance. And the same thing with criminal minds, how those are like the eggheads behind the scene. They're not like running into someone's house with guns. Looking for the missing child yeah. or whatever. They're yeah. not in the field. Even when they do a hostage situation, it's like, that's a specific job. Yeah, that's a hostage negotiator. Yeah, you might inform them of things, but you're not on the scene. Right. Yeah. Maybe you have Hotch from like a remote location. <laughs> no, they do all tips. the parts. They, <laughs> they do, do all the parts they, of the job. They And they, do, and yeah, and that's, and that's like part of why it's called the CSI effect is because like someone's loved one who they just want answers for why their loved one was murdered. And they're like, well, can't you just like lift the DNA off this thing that like, yeah, you can't. Yeah. Where's that chick in the room? Oh, the call the her goth girl. No. What's her name? The Penelope. Penelope. Oh. I thought her name was Penelope, but I was like, wait, is it that an actress's name or her name? No, her it, name is Kristen or something. Yeah. No, where's Penelope? Right. Just have her pull it up. Well, Penelope in Criminal Minds, she has like a magic computer where she's like, they'll be like, Penelope, look for anybody that was bad at soccer as a child and also had an abusive father. And then she's like, coming right up. And she yeah, has like she's a like, they're, they've been in jail four times and they also were a soccer player as a kid. It's like, how? That's not online information. <laughs> She'll Here's be, a picture of him winning a trophy yeah. in the local newspaper. It's like, what? She literally will have like, there's 10 
in this in the metropolitan area, and it's like a list of like ten different people. But only one of them has like the third sort of Venn diagram. Circle. Yes, yes. <laughs> They're like, ooh, this guy, yeah, loves Eddie Vedder. Yeah, he's the killer. It's so. I was like, I'm really good at Googling. And I was like, I couldn't. Like, her searches are insane. But she has, like, access to... and she, cause I know, yeah. She has access to all these insane databases. But the databases that she has access to, even someone in her, like, with her clearance or whatever, she's, like, breaking all sorts of HIPAA violations or whatever. So oh, right. She's, like... Has all these insane medical. They're in therapy. It's like, like, (laughs) yeah. Look for couples counseling. Look for people who are currently in couples counseling who also bought it, who also bought lube in the past week. And they collect butterflies. We have receipts. No, those searches are insane, but I do love them. I fucking love them. It's like, that's what, that's the device that helps us wrap it up. Yes. We need, at some point we need her to come in and be like, let's just wrap this episode up. Find the person. No, there was this episode of Bones I just watched where somebody was stuck in a giant bar of chocolate. (gasps) Ooh. Well, they, they were dead, but they had been encased in like a giant bar of chocolate. That's actually happened. Remember someone fell in the Hershey's tank? Oh Yeah. I don't think he was in a bar. No, this person was like encased in a bar of chocolate. Okay. That sounds funny. I mean, for the show. For the show. Not in real life. (laughs) I would not laugh at someone in a bar of chocolate. That's an insane way to die though. Yeah. To be in a bar of chocolate. And I just picture him. He's like, ah, (laughs) with his hands up. Kind of like Han. Remember Han's in that ice or something? Solo. Yeah. He's in that... um, Carbon. The carbon. Yeah, that's what it looks like, but chocolate. But this was just their bones. Oh. This wasn't like the full body. It was like just their remains. Just the remains were in the chocolate bar. Got it. Got it. But it it. was like a life-size chocolate bar. That's funny. Yeah. See, that's that's where they're using some dramatic license. Yeah. Definitely. Um, um, did I watch anything else good this week? That's really it besides 90 Day Fiance. 90 Day Fiance, the other way, it's wrapping up. We're going to have a tell-all soon, which I'm excited. Get these fucking freaks this season off my screen. I'm sick of it. You're sick of it? These freaks on the current season of the other way, I've had it. Okay. There's this one couple, Brandon and Mary, and I was telling Allie and Melissa that they're not even enjoyable to watch because they're genuine, genu- genuinely just they're so their storyline is so dark. Oh, it's so dark, Desi. Mm. She's psychotic, <gasps> and like I, I feel like she might do something dangerous. Oh, like we're gonna see her on Dateline. Is she the American or the? No, she's um, from the Philippines. Okay, and he's moving. He moved to the Philippines. Okay. And he's got his own, Brandon, he has his own issues. Well, yeah. First, he spells his name B-R-A-N-D-A-N, Brandan. What? He's got issues. That's not how it goes. This is not a healthy relationship. She's pregnant. They just got married. The wedding was this past week. (gasps) And at the wedding, they they were hit with a plague of locusts. I'm not kidding you. Oh, my God. They had like this huge swarm of like... Uh, tropical beetles that descended upon their wedding. That still happens? That's it's, a sign. It, it is a sign. Oh my God. But they're, they're 
storylines not even enjoyable. It's so dark. Okay, I need to see it now. It's so dark. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I am also watching the same reality. Housewives of Potomac, Salt Lake, Beverly Hills, Southern Charm. I'm mm. still trying to watch Summer House, but I fall asleep. I'm so sorry. Yeah. We can't. <laughs> I'm so I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, guys. I tried. Um, but yeah, Potomac's good. I was laughing because me and Kara are obsessed with one of the taglines. I actually was like, I should rank all of the housewife taglines. But I was like, there's probably like 300. Yeah. That would be an impossible task. Because they also change them every season. Yes. That's what I mean. Like 300 total. Like if you take all the seasons and all the series. But this one, she says, um, I don't ride the fence. You ride the, I'm the fence and you ride me. (laughs) (laughs) It just doesn't even make sense, but it's so fucking hilarious. Then in this episode this past week, in the show, she said basically that. And I was like, they were like, that's your tagline. Because she said that in the show. And I was like, that's where they got the tagline. They like loved it so much. It doesn't make any sense, by the way, obviously. Right. But it's so fucking funny because she says it so seriously. Right. But I was like, it's one of those moments where you're saying something and you're going somewhere, but then you don't know where you're going and you just finish it. Yeah. Uh, And as long as you're confident selling it, it's very funny. Oh, my God. So I'm obsessed. And... I was like, I said to Kara, I was like, that's one of the top five. I don't remember them all, but I know this one's very, it's up there because <laughs> it's so dumb. I like the ones, I like the ones that don't make sense. Oh, especially if it's like a totally deranged character, like Sonia Morgan or something. She has a good one too. I can't remember what it was, but it was something vaguely sexual as well. And you're like, uh, um, no, they're the best ones. Cause when they're too well-written, it's like, who cares? No, I like the stupid ones. I like the stupid ones where, you know, they're like, I thought of this. Right. Uh, and I feel like Karen's, well, it is cause she said it in the show. Right. And she was like, that's my tagline. That's what you, she but didn't, she, she didn't say that, but I know she was like, that's it. So they didn't break the fourth wall. No, but when she said it, it was like the Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the movie for right. me. I was like, right. Oh my God, it's the tagline. That's where it came from. She actually said it in the show, like which is I think is rare. Yeah. Um. So I love Potomac. It's so good. And I did start rewatching. I started plugging through Miami again. I'm trying to get to the good seasons because I need to know who I need to get on board with the Larsa Pippen uh, outrage. So I need to yeah. know where we how we get there. Yeah. So that's my goal to get to that point where I can be like, oh, girl, like. <laughs> What are you doing? Um, and then what else? There's nothing else I'm watching. No, I'm sorry. Just the same old. Did sucker. we eat anything good this Thanksgiving? Well, yes, we did. Yeah. I mean, we ate a lot. We both ate. We actually went out to dinner before we started recording tonight. Yeah, that was good. That bread is so good. It's so good. Um, I thought the dinner was good. It was good. The I mean, that's a good place. Good. I'm kind of thirsty. I'm kind of thirsty. I feel like I'm not hydrated enough. I'm definitely not hydrated after you know all when the you travel, sodium I ate. Yeah, I'm disgusting. You get so dehydrated. I was on a plane. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I always feel like when I go away, I get super dehydrated. I don't know why. Should I talk about the hoagie? Oh, yeah. So my mom dared to post in the hoagie guru's Facebook page last mm. week, and I was so scared for her. Me too. I was like, mom, 
these guys are mean. I think they're nicer to women, I have to say. They were relatively nice to her. I do think that they go harder on guys. Yeah. It's like a dick measuring contest yes. with them. But they were like pretty cordial to my mom because she was like asking for recommendations. She said where she always goes to get her hoagie. Mm. And she likes the like, and I do agree with what one commenter said that like my mom's choice hoagie is not really a true hoagie. Okay. Because it, it's it's a great sandwich, yes. but it's a little too gourmet, in my opinion. Yeah. To be a true hoagie. My mom likes this, the De Bruno's. Yeah. Italian market. It's a great sandwich. Yeah. I, I got a sandwich from there myself. Yeah. While I was in Philly this past week. But I they listed a bunch of other places in like the center city area of Philly where I was. And one place that was recommended several times in that thread was Ricci's. Okay. I had never been there before. So I, on my last day, I had realized that I hadn't gotten a hoagie and I was really stressed out about it because mm-hmm. I had like only a few hours left in Philly. And I, so I postmates a hoagie. <laughs> I, I postmates a hoagie from Ricci's to my grandma's apartment and it was really good. Oh. It was very good. I got the Italian. Of course. Um, what does that, that sound? Oh, it's your chair. Is it my chair? Yeah, it's going. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Jesus. <laughs> Show some decorum. <laughs> um, it was a good hoagie. Good. So those guys were right. Mm. You hate to see it. Uh, you, you hate to see it. They were fucking right. The other place I almost went to that they kept recommending was Angelo's. There was also something like Minucci's Market or something. There was like five of them. It's something with an M. I might be saying it wrong. I also asked my cousin Will while I was in, because I I was at Thanksgiving with him, and I was like, Will, where's the best hoagie places? And he listed a bunch, but they were like not in Center City. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, when I have more time next time, I'll go to those places. But he recommended this other place that kind of was... Closer called like PNS Ravioli Company. Oh, and that Brent, sounds amazing. Brendan and yeah, Brendan and I agree. We're like, I have a feeling that place is like excellent because it's like, what the hell's a ravioli <laughs> company? <laughs> and who's PNS? The name is just out of control. <laughs> it's classic. Yeah, it is. And he and Will was like, now there's like a couple different PNSs, but only one has the hoagies, and I got really overwhelmed. I like that only one has the hoagies because you know it's a good hoagie. Yeah. If only one. Uh, He was like, well, maybe it wasn't that. He was like, one isn't an actual store. It's like their fucking business office or whatever. Like, like you can't, it was just like a little, it was just like a little difficult, but we both agreed that like. Next time. We love the name. Yeah. It sounds great. I've been thinking about hoagies. For sure. Yeah. It was just nice to like be in uh, the capital of hoagies of America and actually get a really good one. Mm. I got soul food too when I was up north. From where? You don't know soul food? Oh, the restaurant soul food. I thought you just meant like the food food. No, 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 no. The restaurant, there's one in San Rafael, but there's also one in Petaluma. I remember when they built soul food. I, I like when that it food. It's that was good. like the most hyped restaurant. I've been getting under- that forever. You don't understand. <laughs> when, when soul soul food 
Soul food came on the scene like, I don't know, like right as I was like leaving, right as I was leaving town, going to L.A., people were like shitting their pants over soul food. There would be like lines every single day out the block. Oh my God. No, I've been getting it since it opened too. Because I remember when it opened, I was like, there's this really good whatever. Is it Cuban? I think it's Cuban. Uh, It's kind of Cuban, yeah. Maybe it's Caribbean, but I think it's Cuban. It's Cuban. And I was like, ooh. And I remember like then it became this thing we got every time. Yeah, it's really, it's good. It's a classic. It's very good. Um, I'm excited. my niece is going to um, Ensaladas for her birthday. It's kind of a throwback That's choice. A throwback, and yeah. I'm like, ooh, nice. Ensaladas. <laughs> or Marinitas. But, you know. Either or. Have you gone to Marinitas? I have. Yeah. Yeah, with my mom. Because my mom likes to Those go there the with, classic her, with her Salmo. girlfriends. Get margaritas. They get margaritas with her, with her girlfriends. Yeah. Um, no, but I did go to Dante and Luigi's. For my grandma's 101st birthday. Nice. And that's like a classic, childhood classic Italian joint. Yeah. And it's like a very old restaurant. It's, I don't know, it's like 100 years old. It sounds old. It's very old. And it's like, you. I did have ravioli there. You got to be an old restaurant to name it Dante and Luigi's. It's so good. Because it's like, who you can't get away with that. These days, because who's Dante and who's Luigi? <laughs> you gotta, yeah, you gonna you need to know. You need yeah. Those were two guys. You can't at just one pick point. those names. No, it's got to be two guys. Like, what if I opened up a restaurant? I was like, let's name it Mario's or like whatever. Well, it would be a presumably. Well, presumably, you name it after someone you know. <laughs> yeah, but I can't just pick an Italian name. <laughs> well, I, I don't think that's what they did. I think no, that's what I mean. You know, it's authentic. Because no one could get away with that. But I don't think peep anyone's doing that, does he? I don't think people are pulling the wool over. Are you people, don't think? You don't, someone's like, <laughs> somebody do that? Because they want to sound authentic. You can't do that anymore. You can't just you pick can't a just name. pick a name. I don't think anyone's ever just have they? I bet you people have like, <laughs> let's open an Italian restaurant. We'll call it Luigi's. <laughs> I don't think people do that. I, I would if like you to know, know someone who has done that. I would like to know if it is. <laughs> Because I like to know who's Luigi. <laughs> you want you? I want to see a picture of them when you walk in the yes, restaurant. Yes, and it looks from like a sepia tone. Yes, or <laughs> or you get like a life story in the back of the menu. Yes, those are my yes. favorite restaurants. Is when there's like the it starts in 1911. My Nona, and you get this whole fucking yes, novel. yes. I want to. I love a history of the restaurant. Um, but we were talking about that where these, I have to find those menus in the Valley of the places who are in a feud. Oh yeah. 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 I got to find that. I keep forgetting to look that up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, anyway, I'm getting sleepy. So yeah. DNLs, it's a, it's a classic in Philly. I highly recommend it. If you want like an old school red sauce, Italian joint, I, it's just, it's a, it's a family favorite. What'd you get? Meatballs? No. I got raviolis oh. with Italian gravy. Mm. That's what it says. Cheese ravioli with Italian gravy. And I got their special salad, which I've been getting since I was a little child. And that is a uh, Italian salad. You get it comes with has olives, it has like gabagool, provolone cheese. Love that kind of salad. Uh some peppers, mm. red wine vinegar, and oil. Yeah. It is a classic I Italian salad. I love that salad. 
It's so good. It's so good. And a, and a sliced hard-boiled egg, like a little half. Oh. You just get one half just of Just throw a, it on there. Just throw it on there. Yeah. I love it. You could picture in the kitchen, there's that little um, metal bin of hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> it's like the salad stuff yeah. is all yeah. in a little area. Yeah, with like real crisp. It might even be at like... They, they keep it lettuce. cold too, right? It is a cold salad. I like when my salad comes out on a frozen plate. Yeah. No, this like, is a great salad. Yeah. It's so good. And the little, the meat and the cheese is like in a little rosette. Oh, so pretty. Do you want to see a picture of it? Of course. I need you to see a picture of the salad. No, I know the salad. It's one of my favorite salads ever. It's very East Coast um, Italian salad for sure. I think this was maybe like the only vegetable I ate during my trip, to be honest. Oh, wow. Look at this salad. Ooh, that is pretty. Yeah, it's glistening. It's a good salad. <laughs> it's glistening with all that oil. And like this was my dessert. I got a cheesecake. It was it was a oh. a regat cheesecake. Regat. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, look at the, I love when they put the little chocolate sw- like squiggle on the bottom. That's class. For decoration. <laughs> yes. They gave me a maraschino you just, cherry. They have it in that little squeeze bottle yeah. and they do it in the back. <laughs> look at that plate. It's fine china. <laughs> look at the whipped cream. A little fucking cherry. It was delicious. I like um, ricotta cheesecake. It was a ricotta cheesecake. I can't cake. say ricotte. A ricotte. It's like, it doesn't sound as good to me. Well, isn't that how you pronounce it? Yeah, but it doesn't, I don't like it. <laughs> it, was a, it was a ricotta cheesecake. Um, and then this is a picture of my hoagie. I saw that. It was a great hoagie. That seems like a nice meat ratio. It was perfect. And the lettuce was sliced. Real thin, and it had some. It was a spicy Italian, so it had Ooh, a little spice to it. I like the a little spice. Bread had a nice chew. Mm. Did it have a hinge? It had the hinge. It's not a hoagie if it doesn't have the hinge. Of course, you have to tell me twice. Anyway, uh, we will. We're gonna record bitch slap tomorrow because it is an extra long episode. So that's why we didn't record it tonight. And we'll have the main part two sometime. Coming. It'll be. It'll be soon. It's coming up. And we have a Mysteries too. That'll come the very last day of the month. And that's for our $10 Patreon. Um, Okay. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.